We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. So here's a riddle off the top today. How do you pitch seven innings of shutout baseball and not be the star of the game? Ah, uh, you do it on the night. The reigning MVP homers twice in the first two innings and ends up with four hits and five runs batted in. So it was Wednesday night at Fenway. As Eddie Rodriguez did win his 17th game of the year, but it was overshadowed by the explosive night from the man whose very initials are MLB, Mookie Lynn Betts. A game the Sox needed to have, and they got it all right. Six to two, the final, and we'll talk about it now here on Sox Daily. It's your Daily Sox Podcast. It's your Daily Sox Podcast. It's where you're going to find out what the Sox are doing. It's your Daily Sox Podcast. It's your Daily Sox Podcast. Oh, it's your Daily Sox Podcast. And here's your host, Josh the Sox had struck out 12 times and were one for nine with runners in scoring position. Rick Porcello had taken the stage and basically shorted. So Tuesday was not a great night. Wednesday was long, but great. That's what she said. Josh Lewin with you. Michael Scott forever. Uh, Four hours plus a game that featured just eight runs and no bottom of the ninth, but uh, that's okay. It gave everyone time to memorize the 17 relievers. The Sox are now employing. Are you ready? Are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? It actually reads like uh, Johnny Cash lyrics instead. They've got Matt Barnes, Ryan Brazier, Colton Brewer, Andrew Cashner, Julie, Shasin, Trevor Kelly, Travis Lakins, Mike Schwarren, Josh Smith, Hector Velasquez, Marcus Walden, Ryan Weber, Brandon Workman, Darwin's and Hernandez, Brian Johnson, Bobby Taylor, Josh Taylor. Uh, it's freaking exhausting. Where's uh, Alfredo Aceves? Where's Rudy Cienez and Devon Hansack? Where's Matt Albers, Dan Wheeler, and Franklin Morales? All right, sorry. Uh, we'll get to it here. But, man, uh, to see 17 relievers parade out to that little bullpen, that was jarring on Wednesday night. Under 500 at home coming in. And uh, the reason for the team's home woes is pretty straightforward. The, uh, the starters have not been good at Fenway this year. You had the, the six-run, four-inning thing from Rick Porcello Tuesday, and that gave the starters a 5.16 ERA in home games. The Dodgers, comparatively, entered Wednesday with a home ERA exactly half that, uh, 2.52, essentially. That's less than half. So uh, the Red Sox, 10-20 and 20 in home games against teams with winning records. Their rotation and ERA of around six in those games. The good news is, after the Twins and Yankees leave town, 14 of the 18 last games on the schedule will be against losers, uh, and the Red Sox very happily are done with Tampa Bay being at Fenway because the Red Sox were somehow 1-8 and eight against the Rays in Boston. Thankfully, when the A's came in back in May, the A's were a shell of themselves, and the Red Sox actually swept that series. And somehow the Red Sox were 3-1 and one against the Yankees at home, just throwing that out there. So the, the Sox do have that favorable schedule at the end, last two home series against two black and orange teams out of contention, the Giants and the Orioles, 
winnable road series after that in Texas and Toronto. But we always point to the poor starting pitching as the reason that the Red Sox will probably fail to get in. This is after the 108 wins last year and all of that. Uh, 5.03 ERA from the starters this year overall. Last year was 3.7, and that there is your difference. But for one night, Eduardo Rodriguez made everybody very happy when he took the mound. Seven innings, five hits. He did walk four, but he struck out eight. He is now tied with Domingo Herman and Justin Verlander with 17 wins. Seven scoreless innings for the third time in his last four starts. 4-0 in that time, 1.03 ERA. And since the start of July, 12 starts for Eddie, 9-1, 2.52. He's already set career bests in games and starts, obviously. Innings pitched, wins and strikeouts. Dude's got a shot at 200 innings and 200 strikeouts. It's everything plus one that you wanted out of Rodriguez and didn't really show it in spring training. We were all, we were all very nervous in spring training, but now he's a, a cool customer, and he talked to the guys in the booth after the game. Eddie, congratulations. Thank that you, was a you. tremendous performance against the team, as we said, that lead the world in runs scored. Uh, you <laughs> really you. attacked them, huh? I mean, my changer was working really great today. Um, LOA some fastball that was, was really good, so got to give a credit to Baski that I want to throw a couple pitches that I really want to throw it, and he said no, he shake it to me, he called the next one, and it was the right pitch, so I got to give you that to Baski too. Eddie, 113 pitches, which is just one shy of uh, your season high. How badly did you want that seventh inning? I mean, um, that's the goal, you know what I mean? For every starting pitcher, go out there and throw six or seven innings. So, you know, you're out there, 100 and something pitches, you know, that's just maybe your last guy. So, you just want to just get that out. You know, Eddie, the way you've attacked left-handers, even here tonight, that, that two-seamer in, you know, pounding it in on guys, making it uncomfortable, seems to be opening up other things for you. How important has that pitch been for you against lefties? Yeah, I mean, I was, you know, like in the past years, I was getting crushed by uh, lefties and work with Dan and the bullpen every day, and we decided to start using that two-seam in, and, and it was working great the last couple of stars, so that's something that i got to give it to Dana, too. Eddie, you realize you're now tied for the league lead in victories with uh – Herman of the Yankees and Verlander of Houston? I mean, that's something that everybody just told me and everything, but what I really want right now is uh, give you the chance, the team, to make it to the postseason. I mean, we want to get out there. We're going to be there this year, and this is the best chance that I can give by myself. Eddie, baseball has changed so much over the last decade. Now all these teams are power-laden, and certainly the Minnesota Twins have taken that to a new level this year. But what are the challenges for you to face a team that can hit the ball one through nine out of the ballpark. And, you know, we're talking about the fact that you had a 4 nothing lead early, but a lot of those times these days that can evaporate quickly. I mean, I know I've been facing a lot of couple, um, most of the heaters and Nelson Cruz, Coe, Crum. I've been facing them a lot, and I just make a plan with Baskin and Dana before the game, and we executed it pretty good. So we know, like, if I miss, you know, you know right now, if you miss, the ball is out of the ballpark, especially with this kind of team. So... I just tried to execute every pitch, and, and, and I really did. So that's something that, I, that I've been working every, uh, the whole year on, so execute every pitch that I throw. You, know, you talk about getting deep in the games and how important that is. I look at that first inning. I mean, you struck out the side. You did it on 13 pitches. I mean, there's no waste of pitches. There's no 0-2 going to 3-2. You continue to attack. Is that is that part of sort of maturing as a starter? Yeah, I mean, that's a tro- that kind of trouble that I was having the past couple of years at the mm-hmm. beginning of the season two that I've been getting too deep on counts and everything. So I just decided to execute the pitch and, and let it see what happened. I mean, if a basket call, uh, fastball opening, I just try to throw it right there and let's see what happened. I mean, if you execute the pitch, something good teams is going to happen all the time. 
Well, Eddie, congratulations. Uh, keep it going. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. All right, thanks, guys, and thanks to Eddie Rodriguez. 22 swings and misses in seven innings, tied for a career best. 17 wins, six losses. A one-loss record we will revisit in about five minutes. But first, Mookie Betts was actually the man of the match with the 5-2-4-5 box score line. That's four for five, couple of home runs, five runs batted in. Ties the season high in both the hits and runs batted in. Two home runs or more for the third time this year and uh, 16 multi-home run games, second most ever by a Red Sox before turning 27. Jim Rice is the leader at 21. First leadoff hitter to homer on each of the first two pitches he faced in a game since Jimmy Rollins did it with the Phillies almost exactly 10 years ago. And yeah, two pitches and two homers, both over the monster and left. First Red Sox to homer in each of the first two innings of a game since uh, Mookie Betts in August against Arizona in 2016. Go to July 1st. Mookie's hitting 331, OPS of above 1,000 in his last 55 games, still trending towards 145 runs to join Ted Williams as the only Red Sox ever to have that many. Top four hitters in the lineup, all of them 900 OPSs or better right now. Mookie's at 904, Devers 944, Bogart's 960, J.D. Martinez 970. Or we'll put it this way, four of the top 25 OPS totals in the majors are the first four hitters in the Boston lineup. They gained a half a game on Tampa Bay. They stayed Eve with Cleve. And Alex Cora talked about all of it when it was all said and done. You go back to where he was in April. There were a a few things we cleaned up with him. And um, he took off as far as preparation. He's been a lot better, more consistent, more into it. Um, There's a lot of people that have work, you know, in between starts and and like I've been saying all along, he either have to be David or Chris or Rick or Nate, you know. Um, Eduardo Rodriguez is a good pitcher and he got good stuff. And we saw that last year. Um, just happened that when he was ready to take off, he got hurt in that play at first base. So when he came back, we were kind of like set for for the playoffs. And that's why he wasn't part of the rotation. But we were very pleased with the with the way he was throwing the ball and you know, he's been great this year. Do you find it kind of ironic that, you know, Erod was the guy that you always had to push in terms of length, and he's the guy that has consistently gone deep in ball games out of all your starters, even guys with more experience? Um, it's part of the progress, and, and we knew stuff-wise he was up there with the other guys. Um, I, I do feel that, you know, fair or not, uh, I was very hard on him in spring training, letting him know that this is what we need from him. Um, potential is great. We, we know that. It's like, um, that's, that's great, you know, but there's a lot of people that just stay with that and, and they don't take the next step. And, and he took the challenge. He, he made some adjustments and now he's, He's doing what he's doing. Uh, that's not an easy lineup. Pitching in Coors Field is not easy. Um, he, he's he's been he's been great at, at keeping it simple too. There's not too much uh, trying to nibble or trick people. Um, it gets to a point in the game that he's just challenging people with the fastball up and that change up down in his own. So um, I'm I'm glad that. 
you know, the, the hard work he put in the offseason and then all the conversations with Dana and uh, Banny and, and CB is paying off. Christian is doing an outstanding job with him. And, um, you know, he, he's put in a great season. With a, a person who has a, as an easy delivery as Eduardo has, how, how tough is it as a hitter when you're seeing that 95 coming in, in like that? It has to be very tough to pick it up. Um, actually, um, I think with Nolan, who talked to Fabulous about it, it's hard to pick up the ball. And, and, and he's 92, looks a lot harder. He's 95, does too. And then the changeup just plays off of the fastball and is just hard to do. I think also the strikes he's made against lefties uh, early in the season, he wasn't able to get him out. Um, started in Seattle with Jay Bruce and, and D. Gordon. And throughout the season, you go to that Colorado game here at the end that we wanted him to go seven and all the three lefties got on base. And now, you know, he's he's done an outstanding job against them. And uh, I think it's just the stuff that he's showing, you know, um, commanding arm side fastballs and being able to expand into lefties and, and then expand out, um, you know, it's, it's, it's tough to pick up. How much do you like uh, watching Mookie when he's kind of aggressive or early in the count like he was tonight? It's, um, I mean, you, you look at his numbers, and I think when first pitch, he's sitting close to 400 and, and slugging a lot. It just is the nature of him. He, he's, he's patient, and it's nothing, you know, I'm not against it, but I do feel that, you know, he can, he can, he can do this. Uh, from the get-go, set the tempo. Um, it was good to see. I mean, that that's a good pitcher over there. And he likes to get ahead, and and that's what Barrios did, the first pitch. Put him out, you know, hit him out of the ballpark. Christian, first pitch, hit a line drive the other way. There were some good swings early in counts. And um, I think lately we've been very patient. We get into some back counts. We've been striking out a lot uh, as a unit. And we do, we usually don't do that. We're the other way around. We push him out of the zone. And then today, that was good. That was good to see. But he set up the tempo. All right, thanks to the manager. Big night for Eddie. Big night for Mookie, who's got such fast hands. Jerry Remy says probably faster than Nomar's, which is really saying something. And uh, I've put this out there before. If, if he just tried to be a, uh, someone like Edwin Encarnacion, you wonder how that would go, talking about Mookie. Because the first 20 fly balls he hit to left field this year, that was basically March 28th to July 28th. 13 for 20, 11 home runs and two doubles. Two more home runs to left tonight. Uh, There's something to that. If he wants to keep pulling, I'd I'd be all for that. Somewhere there's a Michael Scott line in there too, but that's that's stupid now. 75 and uh, 64 is the record now. 23 games to go. 17 and 6, and I really think they go forward. 16 and 7 or 15 and 8, they would need some crumble help. Uh, anything like 14 and 9, they've gotten their shot. But 17 and 6, why does that sound familiar? Have you been paying attention? You know this one? Right. It is the record of Juan Eduardo Rodriguez. So if the whole team can just become Eddie for the next three weeks, we will see you in October. So let's figure this out. Six losses last three weeks, that's two a week. 
So you can afford two against the Yankees this weekend if indeed you beat Minnesota Thursday. Uh, figure losing one against the Rays down there. Three other losses against the uh, Phillies, Blue Jays, Giants, Rangers, and Orioles clumped together. So let's say you lose one in Philly. Uh, you sweep the Giants and Orioles at home. You lose one down in Texas, and you blow one horribly some, some other way. There's your other losses. So I'm putting it out there. If you don't like it, just send it right back. But I'm, I'm putting it out there because there is a 6.5% chance to make the playoffs, and that is certainly better than zero. The Thursday game, Martin Perez for Minnesota. 9-6, and six, 489, though. He's been struggling a bit down the stretch. Nate Aldi, time to get a little extra octane in your tank there, son. He's been uh, kind of pooping out in the fourth inning so far. That was the case against the Angels last time out. He had struck out eight and four innings, but was starting to to leak some oil. Uh, His whip is 1.57. Lost year so far for Nate, but he better find himself on Thursday night at Fenway. Once again, six to two, the happy final, Mookie and Eddie, the two stars of the night. This is Josh Lewin. Appreciate you listening. We'll have another podcast for you after the Thursday Minnesota finale. For now, we bid you uh, bye-bye. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.